All right, we're here. You're here. You're in the bullshit session. Welcome. Yes. What's up, Jerry? What's going on, man? How are you? Nothing, man. Just drinking some whiskey and not snorting it tonight. <laughs> oh, no. I was kind of hoping to see that. Oh, man. Well, some guy told me to do both nostrils next time. I go, next time? Next time? And it's like, playoffs? Now I go, next time? <laughs> you officially gone in the jackass direction. <laughs> Dude, they hurt themselves. I'm not going to put a bowling ball <laughs> in my gut. <laughs> freaking, freaking get kicked in the nose. fish hook in your cheek. That was fucking nasty. Yeah, your cat, man, is always there. Oh, man. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. It's okay, man. People These like are unofficial cats. Mas- These are unofficial hey. mascots. Hey, Eric RMCP Jordan's watching. He goes, ooh, kitty, kitty, kitty. He's trying to pet it right now. <laughs> And that guy posts a lot of cat pics more than a more than he a loves girl. his cat. That's a cool he loves cat, his cat. I'm happy the fucker's got a cat, man. He's been I crying. He's been crying. He's wanted a pet for. I'm glad his wife. He finally got his wife to to let him have a cat, man. Eric, you rule, buddy. We love you on the rock all rock all over you podcast with your buddy Edwin Canastrachi. Uh, but let's get into some shit. We got some fucking serious bullshit to talk yeah, about we before do. we get in. We're going to do albums that made us who we are, like mm. albums that changed our, our trajectory in music. It's different like, genres, different genres and, and shit like that. Well, stuff that you never believe that we listen to. I got some I got some zingers for you. You never be stood. I stayed mostly in the rock era here. Because this is what I mostly like, but I'm into some new waves, some freaking yeah. goth, some shit, you know. But before we get into that, let's talk about. Uh, so today, Morris Day came out and said the Prince of State told him to to cease and desist from using Morris Day in the time because Prince made that name up and wrote all the songs for them. And I'm going, what the fuck? Prince is spinning over in his grave right now. He would not give two shits about that, man. You know what I mean? It's like, fuck up. Fuck you, Prince yeah. Estate. Fucking thank you for releasing all those good albums, but... I wouldn't even call it Prince Estate. I call it fucking asshole estate, is what I call it. The, the fucker didn't have a will, so whoever's like there is yeah, just taking the shit over, man. Fucking Prince. What the fuck, dude? I think he had a sister that was a real fucking piece of shit. Yeah, he, he never talked to her anymore. But yeah. it's like fucking, uh, and Vincent Cavanaugh told me that uh, the guy who made Prince's guitar, he owns the rights to the design. They're trying to get it, they're trying to get ownership away from him for the guitar he designed. Oh, the symbol? You yeah. The symbol? Yeah. That guy made it and he gave Prince use to use it. it Prince doesn't own that. Yeah, it's fucked what, up shit. Why are these greedy motherfuckers doing this, man? I don't know. You figure they have enough money already, you know? It's like Jay and like Jay said from Jay and Silent Bob. It's more stay in the motherfucking time, motherfucking yo. Time. <laughs> motherfucking time, yo. Fucking, it's not Prince in the motherfucking time. It's Morris Day, you bitch. <laughs> Jerome is my actual real name, so I'm a I'm a manservant. <laughs> it's like fuck you again. You get a double bird. Yeah, exactly. Bird. Fuck you, Prince of State. Fucking Morris Day rules. Oh we oh we oh. All right, man. I wonder if they can still use the time. Well, they said you can't use Morris Day in the time. Oh, and the time? I thought it was and the time. Okay. Wow, that's fucked up. It's fucked up. The fucker's been making, the- Morris Day's been making music for 40 years under that moniker. Prince, yeah. he grew up with Prince. He was childhood friend. Yep. They never had a fallout, man. What the fuck, man? You guys suck, and I hope he sues your ass. 
because it's like, what is that? Like squatters rights? You know, he's had this. I don't, know. I, don't think, I don't think he's got any legs to stand on in that. Unfortunately, I really don't. You really don't. And I'm not a lawyer, but but Prince music never, business is so fucked up, man. But I don't think Prince wrote a trademark, the name or anything. I don't think he left anything. I mean, I don't think he really gave a shit about it, to be honest with you. No, I mean, they opened for him and they jammed with him at Paisley Park. Exactly. I mean, the guy played with everybody. I mean, like you said, he would jam with normal people every day, every week, you know, in Paisley Park. I mean, he jammed with everybody, man. I mean. I think I need to go buy fucking Purple Rain before they digitally edit Morris Day in the Time out of the fucking. <laughs> Might as well buy Morris Day in the Time records. They fucking stopped making them. I have the uh, ice cream castles. I got yeah. it on vinyl. That album rules, man. I love Mother's Day in the motherfucking time, bitches. <laughs> Fuck you again. Fuck you. I'm just fucking. Uh, let's fucking move on to my next subject. Fucking baseball. Dude, two series already wiped out, huh? Two series and probably more. more. They met oh, for, God. It's going to be a lot more. They met for an hour and a half today in fucking uh, Gestapo, fucking, uh, fucking whatever. Who's the fucking commissioner? I can't remember his name. I, that's how I don't much I think of him. I don't fucking even think of his name. Because I don't fucking care about him. He's sitting there laughing at some contract negotiation. What the fuck is up with this guy? All the fucking players want is yeah. more money for the minor leagues and for teams to stop tanking the season to get high draft picks. That's how fucking sorry, Nick. Yeah. That's how your fucking Royals Dude, I don't, got I don't, into the World yeah. Series twice because of all those draft picks got them good players, and then they sold them right after. I don't, I don't think you can stop tanking. How are you going to prove tanking? You got to. What happens is that they give they take away your draft picks if you tank for three years straight. But I'm just. I mean. If you suck for three years, even if you're not tanking, they'll take away your picks. If you're tanking, if they know you're tanking, how are they gonna, how are they gonna tell if you're tanking? Well, that you're not spending money. How about you're not spending money? You're not making trades. You're oh not shit! That's the Reds then. That's the Reds in a nutshell. Well, that would be great. It would help the Reds, the Royals, because the Royals, dude, they, the only reason why they won a World Series and got to two World Series is because of all those high draft picks they had. Yeah, man. they didn't spend money on that team. I don't think you should have a. I don't, I'm not for a, a ceiling on a salary cap, but I wouldn't mind a floor, you know, saying you have to spend a certain amount, at least a minimum, you know, like the NFL. To, yeah. To feel you have to spend what? Pain. 20% of your salary, uh, something like, like 80% that. 80% of your salary cap. Yeah. You got to spend Give uh, just, it's just the business aspect of baseball. Just is probably the worst as far as screwing the fans over, man. Seriously. It is. Well, it's just people are going multi-million dollar, players fighting over multi-million dollar you know most of the players in baseball do not make multi-million dollars the 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 the, the freaking bench players don't make shit the fucking they minor make, leagues, they make six the, digits though the minor mm-hmm. leaguers are in squalor though man that's what they're trying to fight with they're trying to fight for a minimum salary for minor leaguers you know i'll be happy fucking going to nashville sounds game this year fuck the fucking pros and the fish bullshit i know you love baseball man but I hate the business aspect of the fucking major oh, league I hate baseball, the business. Man. Fucking 94 got it's wiped out because of yeah. that shit, dude. You don't fucking wipe out a Super Bowl. I mean, Super Bowl, excuse me, World Series. I mean, what the fuck? You fucking, <laughs> they killed a team called the Montreal Expos because of that year. Yeah. Montreal yeah. Expos had Vladimir Guerrero, De- Delano DeShields, Pedro Martinez, uh, Larry Walker, had a fucking great team. And, <laughs> and they fucking, were in first place in the East. They and had my team the- was in- the Reds were in first place too. The Dodgers <laughs> were in first place also. 
in the West. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck, man? They killed yeah. that team. Yeah. And if I can kill the franchise because the, the, when they came back, nobody went to Montreal game, Montreal games anymore. They were dead. They were yeah. pissed. Uh, Delano DeShields got traded to the Dodgers, and he was sorry, Delano, man. After Raul Mondesi hit you in the outfield, you're never the same player. And, and, and the fucking Montreal, if I remember right, their fan base is pretty rabid, man. I mean, they were. They they drew crowds. I mean, like the Blue Jays do. I mean, the Blue Jays have been mediocre, but they still draw fucking huge crowds. Well, at least the Blue Jays are trying. Yeah, that's they're true. not tanking, you know. But fuck baseball right now. Let's get into a subject that's been pissing me off for fucking years. Billy fucking Squire, "Rock Me Tonight" video killed his career. What the fuck, people? You fucking rock elitist out there. Fucking, he wears a pink shirt and duck fucking dances. You fucking take away his rock cred and don't listen to his music anymore. Fuck you, rock elitist. And his fucking album after that was probably his best. I mean, I had Don't Say You Love Me. I love that fucking song, yeah, man. fucking don't There's a couple other ones on it. I can't remember. I mean, there's just hardly got any fucking radio player or anything. It was just, it was a great record. It don't really was. say you love me. Just yeah. say, ugh. ugh. Fucking love that. I bought that when it first came out. I never fucking abandoned Billy Squire. I never will be abandon Billy Squire. But that motherfucker's laughing all the way to the bank because hip hop made him a multimillionaire. That's true. Stroke, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well fuck you fucking 80s man that's what i love the 80s but one thing i hate about the 80s it was all about the fucking look look yeah. there's no substance it's like you had bands like duran duran that had the look but they also mm. had the music yeah and you had to have a good play you know they had a good video but the, the yeah. fuckers could play john taylor vincent cabanaugh says he breaks his fingers trying to play his bass lines oh like, yeah Fucking, it, it's a lot of metal bass players say John Taylor is like one of the most underrated bass players of all time because he was a pretty boy, you know. Yeah. That's well, that, goes with a lot, that goes with a lot of the glam musicians in the 80s, too. There's a lot of great fucking musicians, but all people think about is the hair and makeup, you know. It's like fucking Billy Squire did a fucking dance. Yeah. Okay, that song was fucking Rock Me Tonight ruled. That it was, was a, a good great song, yeah. fucking album, too. And it yeah. fucking tank it, you fucking took that man's career away from him because of that fucking video you know billy was quoted as saying i didn't want to do that i didn't want to do this but the director and the record company made him do it so fucking playing a record company don't fucking fuck you guys fuck you guys (laughs) fucking tired of that shit fucking billy squire rules man the stroke fucking the album like you said after Fucking don't say no. Emotions in motion. Uh, even his blues album he did way yeah. later was fucking great. Yeah. You know, he has fucking suck. He's probably not going to make any music anymore because he's just sitting there breaking in those those hip hop checks coming in. Man. But, I see him perform with a group every now and then, man, of star musicians. I can't remember. I'll have to look it up later and send you some links. Uh, he was jamming with fucking uh, Gary Wright, you know, the Dreamweaver guy. Yeah. Fucking a couple other people. I can't remember. I'll find the video and show it to you later. That's the last I've seen of them. I mean, over the newest videos I've seen of them. You fuckers out there who fucking love Rush and I like Rush and I like Led Zeppelin. There you go. You fucking put fucking Billy below those guys and he's just as good. And their videos were just as cheesy. (laughs) It's not cheesier. Judas Priest? No, Rush. Oh, Judas Priest too. 
Bad videos, man. Fucking Dude, horrible I'm, videos. Rush had <laughs> one fucking cheesy video, and that was fucking time standstill. Uh, just another warning was kind of stupid, too. Oh, with the Dude, kid on the rocket? Kid fly the rocket, yeah. Big money is cool, though. I understand the meaning of it, but... <laughs> Subdivisions was awesome. That's a cool video. And fucking all the videos they made from La Studio and uh, just playing. Those are good. Vital Signs, Tom Sawyer. Those are fucking good. I remember MTV just playing that fucking uh, Tom Sawyer video live all the time. That was fucking amazing. But fuck, I just wanted to rant. But fucking, how long? Look, MTV, they just turned 40. And fucking, why are they still called music television? It's the name. But name only. All it is is fucking 16 and pregnant and fucking exactly. road rules and fucking whatever. It's fucking reality. Ridiculousness, which is actually kind of funny, but. Yeah, that's funny. You know, it's cool. <laughs> I blame that fucking remote control show with Kari Were. She was hot. But Colin Quinn. Yeah, Colin I remember that Quinn. one. That show was cool. And then the real world really <laughs> fucking sent it off the edge. But fucking bring back music, man. You know, people. Uh. I think the millennials or whoever, the fucking hipsters, would sit mm. there and watch videos again, you know? Instead yeah, of let me promote, it. let me promote Excite, man. Excite. Stream that channel, Excite, man. X-I-T-E. Yeah, Excite Rules. Rules. Videos, any kind of genre, any kind of decade, and it's, it's pretty cool. So how many years did MTV play music for? Like 12? Fuck. At least the 2002 or 2000 fucking backstreet maybe, maybe i would say between 17 and 20 years probably yeah 17 20 years and then they fucking went off the cliff and fucking well it went like mtv went like shows and they sent videos over to vh1 and that was their video outlet i think yeah i remember they were both playing videos at the same time vh1 would play more uh i don't know more uh adult radio friendly yeah Celine but I think they, yeah Don Henley Love. and all that stuff. Yeah. But they did what, have Metal Mania. Yeah. Metal Mania rules. And MTV had a lot of shows. They had, what, 120 Minutes, The Headbangers Ball, fucking... What was that fucking thing with the dude with the blonde hair? I can't remember his fucking name. Fucking Adam... Adam... Adam something? The guy with the big frock? And then Carson Daly, I think, took over for a oh, while. Carson Daly is what fucked up MTV. What was that show? Fucking... The TRL? TRL, yeah. I mean, yeah, shit like that. They used to be yeah. Dial MTV. Yeah. And then it became TRL, which was fucking Britney Spears, Backstreet Boys, yeah. fucking Justin Timberlake, fucking Let Me Lick Your Ass shit. I mean, they had cool shit like Liquid Television. But it was, was on late night. He was a butthead, was cool too. Eon Flux was pretty cool. I mean, what I else got did they the, have? I got that movie. <laughs> I was Charlie Oh, Theron. Yeah, she's hot. Oh, fuck. I mean, all, but, uh, Fuck, what else did they have? Yo MTV raps. Yeah, I like you know, They turn into shows like that, you know? Then now they're, you know, and then they got ridiculous. They, had, alter- they had alter- 120 min- minutes was uh, yeah. alternative. And then they, yeah. didn't they start at like Alternative Nation or something like that? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, it's like they had, I can't remember the Adam guys, man, but fuck, I like, I love Tabitha Soren and Kurt Loder, man. <laughs> MTV News. Kurt Loder, yeah. They don't, dude. But the thing is, I need to ask, why do they still have an MTV Video Music Awards when they don't fucking play videos? That amazes me, too. Well, I mean, 
they have to play them somewhere. They must have some time of day where they play videos. I don't think they do. Really? Did Not you even know? late at night? Did they had MTV too. You know, they started MTV two to just play videos, and all of a sudden they took. They said they put more reality shows, and now there's no more videos on MTV two. Then they started MTV three to put videos on there, and there's no videos on there anymore. They just fucking yeah. sh- threw out the music what fucking made them. You know, people would watch that shit. I would watch that shit right now. Yeah, I would too. Why don't you make an MTV Plus where I could buy a streaming fucking MTV channel? Yeah. You have Paramount Plus and you do have MTV on there. Make a separate MTV just music fucking channel. Like Excite and, and we could... I could say, I don't want to see the Britney Spears. I want to see the metal and 80s hard rock or Madonna. I could have that like that. Bring that back and bring back VJs. I would bring back fucking Martha Quinn. She's exactly. Great. Martha yeah. Quinn is so hot. I like her now. I hated the pixie cut, but she has the long hair now. And I'm like, whoa, baby, you got hotter. Martha I think Quinn. the only one that's passed is uh, the is JJ, I think. JJ Jackson, that, man. Yeah. Fucking sad. He was a DJ on KLOS after MTV. Mark Goodman and Alan, um, Alan, what's his name? Alan and uh, Nina Blackwood. Nina Blackwood got old. <laughs> oh, she's a big smoker, though. Big smoker. Oh, and smoker. Though. You can see the freaking wrinkles. Yeah. Stop smoking, people. Smoking's bad for you, unless uh, I got to do this. She just gave me a segue. I'm going to. Best decision it. I made in my life was quick smoking. But I tell you what, though, if I ever had a fucking terminal disease, I'd probably light back up again. <laughs> Hello. But fucking okay. Nina yeah, Blackwood. No, you, but... Nina Blackwood used to be the girl because you're blonde. I used to love yeah. just fucking yeah. looking at Nina Blackwood. That voice was sexy. Even if that raspy voice was sexy. Yeah, Alan Hunter. That was the guy. Alan yeah. Hunter, Mark Goodman, Alan Hunter. Uh, and then you got fucking Polly Shore. I love Polly Shore. I still love Polly Shore. Was Polly Shore a VJ? Yeah, I thought he was a personality. I didn't he was know. a I personality, but fuck, he, I was the, he was the weasel. And uh, yeah. if Edwin kind of Strachey is watching this, because I heard their Rock All Over You podcast, plug, plug, brother. I hope you're watching us. I hope you plug us. Um, like I plug you guys all the time. Give me a plug, bitch. I'm just joking. He, <laughs> he, he, uh, you weren't on the last episode, which sucked because I wanted you on there with us. Sorry, man. that would have been a cornucopia fucking personality. I'm surprised I actually made it through the rush one. Uh, I know, man. I mean, that was, was a great episode on the Freeform yeah, Podcast. It was fun. Plugging yeah. my shit now, uh, but fuck, he says that he didn't like fucking Pauly Shore movies, but he liked Saved by the Bell. Yeah, <laughs> what? I, I like go, fucking. I like. Encino Man. I didn't care for the one with the Baldwin brother. I didn't care for that one too much. Can't remember the name oh, of it. Dude, Biodome? Biodome ruled. Yeah. Because... And he was funny in that Kid and Play movie too. Class Act. You ever see that one? I dug Kid and Play movies. I thought they were kind of cool. I know. I'm I like House Party. Say. House Party yeah. too. I like Kid and Play. They're making a, they're making a, like a reboot of that shit. I also heard before I got on the show, they're doing they're going to do a reboot of White Men Can't Jump. What the fuck, man? I love that movie, Okay, man, you need but... to see my eyes on that. <laughs> I like that movie, but man, why waste money are we doing that, man? Seriously. Who are they going to put? They, who's the I white guy? No are they I have no idea. Black guys in there or two white they casted white... the white guy. I, I never heard of the white guy before. You'd have to look it up. Who's the black guy? They haven't casted him yet. 
don't know, but who's going to take, who's going to take, who's going to take, <laughs> that would be funny. Who's going to take the, I would watch that if it was Kevin Hart. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I, I watch that shit, but who the fuck are they going to get to replace uh, Rosie Perez? Oh man, Rosie, <laughs> a lot of people don't like her, man. I thought Rosie was fucking. I sad. like Rosie Perez. Rosie Perez yeah. ruled, man. But I like the Money Train, fucking Wesley Snipes. I, those two need to make a movie get together. I love Woody Harrelson, man. Money Train was Jennifer Lopez, wasn't it? No, that was her first was movie. It? Oh, okay. She was the side character, man. Oh, it was right. Wesley right. Snipes and uh, Woody, uh and and uh, Woody Harrelson, man. I own that on DVD. You need to go watch that movie if you never watch it. That movie's funny as hell. I always thought that was Jennifer Lopez in the movie. I know oh. him Woody and I know it was Woody Harold. No, uh, Wesley Snipes and Jennifer Lopez did a movie. No, uh, but Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson and Jen, that was Jennifer Lopez's movie debut. Oh, okay. Well, I was somewhat in the right ballpark then. <laughs> I decided to smoke the flower, not the vape today. And what the fuck up is up with Patrick Mahomes' brother, man? What a fucking loser. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh my he doesn't want him going to any home games anymore. <laughs> and he didn't invite him to his freaking bachelor party. You know what? I like Patrick Mahomes, man. I'm not a Kansas City Chiefs hater, even though they beat the Niners. I don't hate the guy. I like Andy Reid. I like who they had on the team. I respect I respect them. They're not the Seahawks. They're not the Rams. They're not the Cowboys. Right. I, I And the, the Kansas City Chiefs were my second team when Montana was on there. So mm. I, I'm all love for the Kansas City, man. Yeah. No, I, I hear you. I, I don't have no ill will, Chris Senzak. Uh, but um, <laughs> just letting you know, man, I respect. I like Patrick Mahomes. I, I, I think he's a hard. He works his ass off. He does what a quarterback should do of a team. He's a fucking leader. Uh, he probably doesn't do too much sometimes, I think. But other than that, his blinds, his no-look throws and his shit like that he does, I, you know. Yeah, but we loved it in the 80s with Magic Johnson. Well, it's basketball. It's a different sport. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck my That's Lakers. a show-off sport right there, man. Yeah, my Lakers suck. Man, they—I don't understand. They lost what four in a row or three in a row. I don't fucking care anymore, dude. Uh, this is what I'm saying. Trade AD. He's fucking a fucking glass. Yeah. Thank you for the championship, LeBron. I have no ill will towards you, but you're not loved in LA. You're just a mercenary. You don't, you don't stay with a team long enough for the fans to love you. Your Cleveland may love you more because you did come back and help them but every other team that you've come and said i'm going to stay here for life two three years you're gone you're doing that with the lakers right now you said i want to play with my son Bronny. Uh, i don't where he's at and last year what did you say before this i want to be a laker for life yeah uh well, God, that just tells you how that just tells you how the relationship with the you know the probably the owner and ownership and management's going hey genie bus is sexy she has a you're pay, you're, but you're paying the people that much money to lose. And have you seen Jeannie Buss's Playboy spread? No, she has a Playboy spread, dude. I'm about to check that out. Yeah, she's not. You can find it on the internet. <laughs> Sorry, man. I'm fucking. A, I'm a Christian, and I'm telling somebody to go look at porn. Man, it's nothing wrong looking at a beautiful woman. I don't care. <laughs> oh, as long as you don't sit there and play with five finger Sally. It's like I said, I know my wife, I love her to death. She actually laughs at me when I say stuff like that. Like, oh, you my, know, my 
you like, my, you, like you know my fascination with Daisy Ridley. She always laughs at me like that. My, you know, my, my you wife have is, a chance in hell. <laughs> you know that, my, right? My wife is the same way. It's like I, <laughs> I tell her, I see an actress on TV and I want to see what her boobs right. look like. So I look for naked scenes. I said, I, I just look at the boobs. She goes, you're she goes to me, you're pathetic. Lucky sorry, sorry, ladies, we're being misogynist <laughs> right now. Um, we're not that way. We're Vic. Actually, our wives love us. I think they do. Yes, uh, my wife does, and I love women. Don't get me wrong, but I, you know, women are beautiful to me. I like looking at them. What can I say? Yeah, I just like an, a work of art. Yes, put it that way. It's like a, a Dega and Dagoya, whatever. Yeah. You know that movie. Hey, Robert I'm for Downey it. You guys Jr. Were- you guys want to take over the world? Go for it, man. Fuck it. You know, I movie have no that, problem with women taking over the world. Movie, the movie <laughs> that movie. Remember the movie with Molly Ringwald and Robert Downey Jr. called the Pick Up Pick Up Artist. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Where he calls her Degaya and Degoya or whatever in artwork, and she just mm. goes. <laughs> yeah. I like that movie. I. Yeah. It, it's like you guys know Robert Downey Jr. from fucking. Weird science. Weird, no, fucking, no, no. The younger people they're watching is you guys know oh. him from being iron man dude right you know i met that dude in weird science bitch and yeah. he wasn't the star and then <laughs> i saw him in fucking back to school back to school and then i saw him lesson zero where he played yeah. himself kind of that's a great movie you ever seen lesson zero mm-hmm. yeah jamie gertz is still a crush of mine <laughs> oh yeah she's like a freaking billionaire for somehow is she married a billionaire or she made it somehow i can't remember what that's the price for. I looked her up one time. It's like, wow, I don't know. She's doing Jay- something right. Jamie Gertz is still hot. As fuck. Oh, the Lost Boys, man. She was sexy. Dude, square pegs. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, somebody called somebody uh, Keith Ashcraft. If you're watching, brother, you said we're getting old here. I said, speak for yourself. <laughs> I'm not old, dude. Who do you think's hot? Let's go look at pretty women. This is no offense or disrespect to women. We're just talking about pretty, pretty, pretty Hollywood celebrities yeah, or famous man. people. And now uh, that's our little bullshit for the for the show. Let's get into our albums that made us. Do you want to go first, and then I go second, or you want to say all yours? And then all right, no, I'll say something back right and now. forth. Back I will forth. start how I got any music. It's like I said, I had two sisters, Amy and Mary. Uh, Mary is the one that I followed musically, as far as you know, her taste at first. It was two albums that I got from her. Sticks Paradise Theater and Led Zeppelin IV. That was the beginning for me. Um, Amy wanted to the Culture Club disco, and I never really liked that, so she went her own way on that one. But uh, God, I remember, you know, idolizing my older sister. So, you know, I had, I had these, it was Kiss Alive too. That was another one I was floating around her house. Those were the three albums that first got me in to rock and roll. I, I had a lot. Of, I bought a lot of singles, like you know, Eddie Grand Electric Avenue. Fucking uh, like Derek it. Commissar, After the Fire, I, shit like that. I like all those songs you just said. I'm just saying, that's why, you know, that's why I got into it. it basically, Falcon from what I heard rules, from my man. sister, from what I heard from my sister and what I saw on MTV was pretty much my first introduction in music in general. Falco rules, man. Yeah. Walk me on the dais, bitch. <laughs> Come on, man. You Rest know, in peace. You know you watch that video over and over. I'm a dis, I'm a dis. And the biker gang hanging out with Amadeus. Yeah. Oh my god, Falco was a pimp. <laughs> he did Dirk Karmasat in German yep. and English, but he released Amadeus only in German, and that was amazing. And it was a hit in America. 
we weren't stupid back then. We like different languages. <laughs> yeah. 99 you know, love balloons. Yeah, I was pretty much classic rock until maybe like the middle 80s. Um, you know, it's weird in high school. You can't, if you find something that you like, like there, who was like Gloria Estefan, she was kind of big in that time era. I, I kind of liked a song from her. And uh, but I never could admit it to my friends that I liked it in fear of embarrassment. You know what I mean? The rhythm is uh, gonna get you. Yeah, no, I can't. Remember. It was a slow song actually. Like I do anything for you or something. Like, I don't know, dude. I but, had uh, their, I had their first two albums because the Columbia House. Because you had to add stuff to yeah. finish your order, and you couldn't find any more albums you liked. So he said, "Fuck, I'll try Glorious to find." My first serious turn into metal. Was probably no, it's probably it's uh, Iron Maiden's uh, fucking uh, Power Slave. Buddy of mine got it. Actually, he stole it from somebody. I can't remember. He's not a very good person, but uh, actually, he spent the night at his house and we listened to it. And I didn't really like it at first. It's too hard and heavy for him. I was into classic rock and Muller and stuff at the time, and then uh, just heard it and heard it and fucking started liking it, man. And from there, it went on to Priest, you know, and all those metal bands in that area. Era. stuff like that that's my metal and in, in rock introduction uh i'll give you my rock introduction when i was a kid they always used to show the yellow submarine uh, the cartoon but mm. the beatles all oh, like channel 11 here fox or whatever it is now i used to fucking sit there and watch it religiously and i love the beatles and i think they had some sergeant pepper songs in there and I, I, I begged my mom, I want to get Sergeant Peppers. And she said, yeah. And she got me Sergeant Peppers and he got me Foreigner Double Vision. And fuck, I played the shit out of Sergeant Peppers. And Double Vision, I used to have a little tape recorder. I'd take the little kids in the apartment building around playing Lonely Children on the Run. Dun, 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 dun. Lonely Children. You know, the old cassette player recorders had mm-hmm. one speaker. Oh, yeah. I oh, yeah. have that like before they even had the boom boxes. I think this was 77. With the red record button? Yeah, it was a red face. record button. I had that, man. And I was just fucking holding the tape recorder. Yeah. Fucking jamming fucking foreigner double vision. And that's what got me into rock in 1977. See, the Beatles, I was late. I was a late, you know, bloomer in the Beatles. I wasn't really into the Beatles until my 30s, I don't think. I, yeah, you never used my, to see, you're never used to see Yellow Submarine. No, but uh, you know, As I knew a, you know some of their hits like Hey Jude and stuff. I liked it, but I never bought them or anything. Until you never saw the animated movie. Nope. Still Have haven't you saw it. it. Oh fuck, dude! <laughs> you need to watch that. It's a trip. Yeah, that's a fucking but, uh, great. They didn't do the voices of themselves in there, but they do appear at the end like as live characters. As, as himself looking oh boy look at that you know john that is a fucking dude 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 you need to see the yellow submarine movie <laughs> have you seen help yeah okay and you seen a hard day's night yes and you haven't seen yellow submarine never seen it no man dude that is your fucking next show i want you to watch that movie before <laughs> next show and we need to do a review of yellow that's submarine. the only one i haven't watched yeah dude that uh, is as a kid, I just watch El Submarine. Charles Trainer, you're probably going, I should be on this fucking show right now. Well, dude, we got to do a double once in a while. <laughs> yeah. But, all right, man. That's how I got into rock. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just love Yellow Submarine. 
let's see, what's a weird genre of mine? I'm like, opera. I'm a huge opera fan, and uh, I don't know where I was at the time. I used to like, it used to make me laugh, and I like, guess oh, shit sucks, blah, 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 blah. But it was like in the late 90s, I think I started taking a liking to it. Uh, I started hearing people like, you know, Andrea Bocelli, Sarah Brightman, just the power in their voices and the emotion, man, just, just struck me. I don't know if you call it mellowing out in old age or something or just appreciating, you know, talent. And I think it takes a lot of fucking talent to be an opera singer, you know? So it was probably like in the late 90s, it was definitely Audrey Pacelli that got me into opera. I own two of his albums. I had like three Sarah Brightman albums. Um, I'm trying to think of her. I can't remember that really young girl's name. She was real popular in the 2000s. I can't fucking think of her name right now. I really liked her too. I never got into opera, so I can't tell you. It's just weird. I never thought in a million years I would, man. It just hit me one day. You know, it's cool. I'm not man. saying I would go. I'm not saying I would go and see an opera, like live and con- you know, the shows, the divas and shit. But listening to it, like uh, on the radio or, or on a record, I, I I love it, man. I love the power that comes from their voices, man. Uh, I I have no I have much respect for opera. Hey, Gert. Lee is gonna love you. <laughs> he likes opera. I like some. I like jazz. Shh, don't tell Lee I like some jazz. <laughs> so I like. That's one genre I don't like is jazz. I like Never some jazz. Play. Sting got me into jazz. Oh shit! I, I kind of like the, the the scat kind of offshoot uh-huh. of it, but other than uh-huh. that, would you call that an offshoot of jazz or blues? Scat. 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 It's probably uh, probably jazz. Yeah, I think so too. But uh, I don't know. Just jazz sounded to me like pretty much like I don't know. It, was, it bored me. I mean, sorry, never did anything for me. Yeah. Now Nora Jones, I do like her. Yeah, you can laugh at me for that one if you like. But. Dude, I tell you this: I will never laugh at anybody or disrespect anybody's <laughs> musical taste. You like yeah. what you like. I like what I like, and that's all that should matter. Yeah, I'm not. I'm you not know, I, I know I get made fun of for like it's Sammy Hagar, but I know they're joking with me. I know they don't really give a shit that I like Sammy Hagar. I love yeah. this, but uh, or poison because they just they like making a joke about it, so I give them the joke. You saw me snorting whiskey, so if I like poison, I'm gonna let you guys know so you guys can have fun with it. <laughs> so, okay. I'm cool with that, but let's get into I'm going in chronological order. I started with 1977, the first time I heard rock. Before that, I was into Glenn Campbell and some country music, and then rock, just like what the fuck is yeah. this? And then fuck, I love Glenn Campbell still, and I love Eddie Rabbit. I love Wayne Jennings. I can do Dukes of Hazard song, just the good old boys. I'm I the like, same way with you on that one, you know, Johnny Cash. Fucking Johnny Cash. I'm just giving them yeah. an honorable mission mention. But there are that, a few, there are a few people. I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm interrupting you. I'm sorry. All right, but in well, you go ahead. Well, I was just saying there are some modern country people that I mean, I like a few country artists. I like uh Dirk Bentley and a couple other those people. But other than that, I'm very limited with liking something. Don't tell people. anybody, but Chris Stapleton could play a mean guitar. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's it. I just noticed that I can't stand the twang. No. Fucking, uh, a dude that's married to fucking Nicole Kidman can fucking rip on guitar. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, I like him, too. He's pretty cool. I'm not going to buy his album. I forgot his Who name. He's on American Keith Urban. Keith Urban. Yeah, he's yeah. cool. He jams with Sammy Hagar, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I like to pull that card up. But 1982, I'm like sitting there. 
I didn't have it. I don't think I had MTV at this time. We had a local show called uh, Video Hits One. It was on the local channel, Cake, the Channel Nine. And they had the, I don't know if you guys know this because he's kind of a uh, national DJ, English DJ, Richard Blade. Um, he's on Sirius XM on the, the new wave, cha- the new, the dark wave channel, new wave channel. Uh, Richard Blade, he had a show called Video Hits One and he'd show videos. Fucking, I saw the video for Rio. I fucking saw that band, Duran Duran. And I fucking, I can almost came. <laughs> fucking loved it. The fucking, I didn't care. The fucking music was just so fucking original and different than what I was hearing from rock. Mm. And Duran Duran is a fucking rock band. I can't say, but they're, they, they called them the new romantics, but they were the start of my new wave love. It's like, I started like a new wave bands. Fucking, I was like, fuck this music rules. <laughs> I'm just right. like, like a new wave. I'm listening to Howard Jones, you know, I'm listening to In Excess. Mm. In Excess is a fucking major fucking rock band that I got into later, but it was Duran Duran. Without Duran Duran, I wouldn't have liked NXS. I wouldn't have liked all these new fucking Go-Go's. Right. I would probably wouldn't even like the Go-Go's. Uh, they were kind of new wave-ish, if you think about it. They're they kind of, you look back at them as a pop band, you know. But Go-Go's were new, different. It was new wave, young shit at that time. I wouldn't have gotten a lot of music without Duran Duran. And Duran is Duran is still making great music today, and I love them. They could do mm-hmm. disco, and I fucking love it. Right, <laughs> like, I just love Duran Duran. Thank you, Duran Duran. You guys fucking rule. New but album, see, Invisible. Get it? It rules. That's what it is, man. You find that band, and then you like to branch out to that type of music yeah, and learn about all. Out. I mean, that was the one good thing about MTV is it introduced me to a lot of music. I can't really bitch about how it sucked back then because it was actually kind of cool. So at one time. Like I said, I got my my first videos were what Friday night videos on NBC. Yeah, I remember and, that. And video a local video hits one Richard Blade, mm-hmm. and he's still doing. They used to have DJing. they used to have a top ten or top five video every Friday videos of the week or whatever. Yeah, that was man. a cool too. Friday night videos is what ruined Billy Squire's career. It actually <laughs> got me. Actually, MTV actually really got me into heart actually. Because fucking Nancy Wilson was fine in that era. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. These dreams. I hate yeah. that fucking song, but I'd watch that video for hours just to see yeah. Nancy on the horse. <laughs> yeah, that was... Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, I liked Anne, too. And then I it just grew, and I like I went back, and I looked at all their, you know, all their discography, and I love just about every one of their fucking That's what albums, did it man. for me for Heart, too, because yeah. when I saw that, I go, fuck. And I remember they did Barracuda. Woo! Yeah. Shit. I was like, damn. <laughs> Gonna but, uh, see yeah. Ann Wilson in a in a month in a May. I can't wait. Yeah, she's coming here. She's playing a real small place here. I'm thinking about going. And she's playing the basement east here in, in Nashville, nice. which is a cool place. But uh so what's yeah, your um, next thing. My next thing is uh let me see what do I got here. 1990s singer-songwriters. Okay. One of my favorite uh, musicians, and again, totally off base with a lot of music I listen to, is Sarah McLaughlin. I remember watching a movie called uh, 
fuck. Well, it had Tom Petty did the soundtrack to it. Fuck, Tom Petty um, rules. Uh, it was that movie with Ed the one. She's yeah. the one. There you go. That's I remember Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. yeah, Cameron Diaz. Yeah. And uh, the movie was just, it was kind of boring. I remember falling asleep. But then I, I something, I was sleeping, and I guess the credits were running, and I heard this song, I Will Remember You. And like, I, you ever hear shit in your dreams that is yeah. actually happening out? You wake up to a soundtrack in your head. Right. Yeah. And I just, I just, I just fell in love with her voice and uh, bought her first, bought, not her first album, but her first popular album, Fumbling Toys Ecstasy. And uh, I became a great fan of, you know, this, uh, this singer songwriter. Like, uh, I know you make fun of me for John Mayer. I like John Mayer. Uh, great guitar player, you know, though. Very, very good guitar player. So I, can, I tried show. to get into the stuff like Jewel. I like a couple of her songs, but she kind of annoys me. But uh, I kind of had a list, and I can't think of it. I need to write. Shit I like, down. I, the singer songwriter I like is in like um, Cat Stevens or fucking Jim. Right. Bush. Okay. I'm yeah. talking about the the '90s or, ones. Nah, they they were too stuck up for me. Yeah. Okay. I, I just remember I was my I was wife loves Jason Mraz. I was never big on him. Or that dude that tries to be Frank Sinatra, I wasn't really big on him either. No, no. Um, uh, Buble, I think his name is something like that. Buble. Yeah, he's yeah. funny though. He makes fun of himself. He does that commercial, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. But uh, I remember hanging out with my my boss. Her name was June. We used to manage Burger King together and just had a fucking great time going over to her house every weekend and fucking listening to this, you know, Music that I never thought I would listen to, like you know Sarah McLaughlin. Who else? I'm trying to think who else was fucking back in. And, and like I said, I had a list, and I totally fucking. Uh, I mean, I'm going to take a list. Uh, fuck, I can't think. I who was popular know. back then in that era? Dude, <laughs> I only knew Jason Mraz. <laughs> no, like in the late '90s. Dave Matthews Band. Well, I remember. Uh, he had his songs. I like but, a lot of I like the first two Dave Matthews albums. Satellite's a great song. Crash is a good song. Rants, rants, the ants, ants. I love yeah, that. Yeah, ants marching. Yeah. Yeah, that song uh, was. That's when Silver Springs came out when Fleetwood Mac got you know that real popular. Yeah. That was a fun time in my life. You know. It kind of yeah. like I said, it was a total, you know, because I was in the thrash big time. I was in the Metallica. Fucking testament, all that shit. And you probably got in the thrash before I did. That that yeah, took a complete left turn. And here I am listening to stuff like Sarah McLaughlin and uh, fucking God, this pissing me off because I had a lot of people in my head. But anyway, you know what I mean. The yeah, people I mean, listening will probably know the people yeah. around that era. But um, so that was a left turn for me musically, okay. and I still listen to them nowadays. So it stuck with me. So mine, I'm going to 1983, and I fucking still play this album over and over. In fact, I just played it yesterday twice. Pyromania, Def Leppard. That opened my eyes to fucking hard rock metal. Oh, yeah. It was my, like, I hear people tell me, Kiss was my drug to metal and hard rock. Kiss was my drug to metal. You know, I did have Foreigner. Right. But the thing is, Foreigner's not, doesn't have that nasty riff and that fucking grunge, fucking, rah, fucking hard-hitting drums. I love Foreigner. See, that but, was an MTV fine for me was Def Leppard. Me too. Which, rock, rock yeah. till you drop. And Bring I on was heartbreak. fucking hooked. Photograph, the best pop metal song ever. 
That whole album fucking yeah. rules. And then because of them, I go, man, let me try Quiet Riot. Wait, let me try this rat band. Rat looks cool. I even took rat, ran yeah. around single to my church, Sunday school. <laughs> Looking 45, brought it to church to play it. Yeah, I remember, t- when I first heard Round and Round, it was over at my sister's house, actually. That's when Amy actually liked that song, too. Hi, Amy, by the way. I know I'm kind of ripping on you tonight about your music taste, but uh, you did have some good taste. And that's uh, when I first heard Rat, and that was a pretty cool experience. Yeah, but it's like, dude, it's like without Def Leppard, I wanted to fucking even try to listen to those bands. Yeah. Motley Crue. And I fucking had Motley Crue fucking pictures all over my wall because they were all in the fucking rock magazines mm-hmm. back then, dude. Shout oh, dude, I, tr- I wouldn't I, have gotten in the Shout at the Devil or fucking the Motley Crue debut without Def Leppard. I was dating a girl that used to get all these rock magazines that she'd give them to me. Man, my wall in my bedroom was plastered, man, from fucking all four corners of it. Circus magazine, Rip magazine. Circus, that's Parader. where I got all those Motley Crue. <laughs> they hit Parade and Circus. I had them all in my right. wall. I had, the Mot- I had like a shrine to Mot- Motley Crue, dude. Right. I don't know. They weren't even one of my favorite bands, but they were cool looking. Yeah. I put them up on my fucking wall. Right. Fucking Kevin Cronin of Ario Speedwagon does not look like fucking Vince no. Neal. <laughs> <laughs> and I love Ario Speedwagon. But I'm not Cheryl gonna Crow. Put... Cheryl Crow. That's what I was thinking of everybody. Oh, other... Sorry. oh I like Cheryl we'll Crow. We'll move on. Cheryl Crow is cool. <laughs> we'll move on. But uh... what's your next one then? Um shit, let me look. I'm sorry, guys. I'm gonna over a fucking terrible fucking infection uh respiratory infection i'm just not with it <sighs> well go ahead with your next one while i'm looking for this oh shit this might be a long one now go ahead oh fuck 1984 my neighbor gets me into this band called rush Oh, here we go. Yes, this is going to be a long one. <laughs> <laughs> this may be long. So you want to go first? All right. Easy listening music, man. Stuff like uh, Air Supply, you know, Christopher Cross. I don't know if they called it Yacht Rock back then. I guess it's more Yacht Rock content. That's what they call yeah, it nowadays. Yeah. But uh, I like Sailing and Run Like the Wind. I think that's it. It was an HBO special, I think. It was Air Supply in Hawaii. The police did one synchronicity around that time, too. And uh, I just remember sitting around watching. I was, just, I was amazed at these bands because I was just starting getting into music. And, uh, you know, I heard Air Supply. And I thought, hey, well, these two guys sound really good together, man. I, I kind of like it. I never could admit it to my friends. I liked them because I get ripped on. But uh, uh, I got I got turned in. But I still like them nowadays, even though their voices aren't the same. But, uh, you know, I got into that type of music around that time but i was afraid to admit it until i was like in my 20s you know maybe mid-20s but uh you know stuff like christopher cross and just great music to listen to man chill music you know i used to have girls over you know spend the night and if i put the fucking air supply greatest hits cd on it was just perfect man <laughs> but, you uh, my next door neighbor got fucking a columbia house said he got fucking air supply like four tapes and i we made fun of him this will let you know back in the I don't day. Doubt, I don't now I don't give now I don't give a shit, but I said, You got fucking air supply, dude. <laughs> but here's the thing. 
I, I, I eventually got to be able to admit it. A lot of people wouldn't have admitted it eventually back then. They know their ass is fucking liked it. They're just not afraid to admit it. Just like oh, I've never liked it. Really? Yeah, I've never liked it. Maybe the one that I love, that's it. But a whole tape? No, no. Every woman in the world? Come on, no, man. No, no. It's corny. All out of love? Lost in love? Oh, Come on, man. No. My wife loves that shit. I don't. See? Man. But no. Not the romantic, Ari. I'm just I like man. Billy Joel. Is that breathing? Uh, yeah, but it's not exactly, you know, you're in bed with your woman, you know, having a nice fucking dude. Billy Joel, a bottle of reds, bottle of whites. <laughs> But it wasn't until the Yacht Rock, I guess when they first called it Yacht Rock, yeah. uh, I started getting into people like Walter Egan and fucking, who are the uh, Desert with the Horse with No Name? Those oh, I like America. America. I like Red. America, Sister Goldenhair. Yeah, I yeah. like America. America rules, uh, but I, I, you're talking, I thought you were talking about late news shit. No, 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 I was. I was just saying how, I don't know how you want to easily. Oh, I like America, became, but I don't like bread. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, and everybody likes Magnet and Steel. I don't care what you say, you like that song. Um, <laughs> I said I like Jim Croce and Cat Stevens. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I like Cat. I hate I James I, Taylor. I, Fuck you, James Taylor. Oh, come on, you. James Taylor. You don't like him either, man. Dude, when I hear he's him, a new one to me. He's a new one to me, actually. And I go like this. But Badlands did a bitch and cover of Fire and Rain. <laughs> I like, you know, you like that version better than James Taylor's. There's actually a lot of, we should do that actually in an episode, uh, covers that are actually better than the originals. Yeah. But, uh, well, we did that on Freeform, but it's been pushed back because of the guest. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then. Well, we could do it too. Because I have, but a lot I know, of I know ones. I'm kind of all over the place, but. I don't know. My musical taste just happened organically, man. Just listening to something, I hear it, and it, I, I, I like what I hear, and then, you know, take it from there. Yeah, well, it's just, well, back to me then. Yeah, let's hear the Rush story. <laughs> Rush. Neighbor, Rick Swan, older neighbor. I used to go just mow the lawn or do something to make music day and eat, and we started hanging out. I think he's like four years older than me at the time. And he's playing Rush Signals, and I go, and I hear subdivisions. And I'm like, going, fuck, this song rules. And I'm listening, I'd be cool or be cast on. I was never cool. As I had no friends or brothers or sisters or like you guys had to get you into music, it was all on me or my mom. Because mm-hmm. right. I had no friends at school. So, I, and my next door neighbor, my older next door neighbor, got me into shit. And I'm listening to that. And then I see the video on MTV. I go, this fucking rules. And then I see the video for Countdown. People give that song shit. That song fucking rules. The video goes, that video is awesome for Countdown. (laughs) The fucking rockets going up and shit. But then Rush, without Rush, because later I think that year came Yes, right? Mm. Yes. 90215. Another, yeah. That's another... uh... I would, I would not, not have listened five. to Yes. Mm-hmm. I would not have listened to all these progressive groups without Rush. Rush got me into long songs because 
when I heard that, Signals is kind of, they doesn't really have those epics. My neighbor said, get 2112. And I listened to that. I go, this is fucking amazing. Yeah. I wanted a God in, I wanted a like Dream Theater. I wanted like any of these bands. Right. Rush is my all time favorite band without Rush getting to me to be not impatient and to wait for the song to progress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck Rush rules, man. That's about it. I don't want to keep it. Yeah, Yes was, uh, yeah, that was the one I forgot to say. That took me in a new direction too. Fucking love that album. Every video they put out was, well, Actually, I think Owner of a Lonely Heart was one of the first uh, I don't know, movie with a plot to it, if you would call yeah. it that, you know? It ruled. A, a video still gives materials when he walks into the crowd. Yeah, that, guy is, uh, that guy was an Alien 3. Yeah, Wasn't that Russell Mulcahy who directed that? Oh, I don't know. I'm talking about the guy that was oh, freaking okay. out. He was in... But, uh, yeah, I love that fucking album, 90125. That's what... And, you know... Without I, 90121, back on, I wanted to I went want, back and listen to old Yes with Steve Al. But nothing beats Trevor Raven era. I'm sorry, I know I'll get shit for it, but sorry. We both agree on that. Fuck. <laughs> because I started with Trevor Raven, I went back and yep. heard yours is no disgrace, Starship Trooper. I love mm-hmm. it, but he's too bluegrass guitar-y for me. Yeah. I like the riffs of Trevor. Dun, 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 yeah, dun, exactly. Dun. It's like fucking hit that shit, Trevor. Mm-hmm. And I know he used a lot of effects. He, and Tom Morello does the same thing. Fucking it rules. I don't care if he's fucking using a stick. If you sound kick ass, you sound kick yeah. ass, man. Kick ass, man. One thing I'll never like though is auto tune. I'll never like that. Uh, I'll never like auto unless they use it like an effect here and there in a song just to change the tone. But they're actually singing most of the song. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I guess basically it was uh, my oldest sister and. Her friends basically that influenced my musical, most of my musical direction. Some of it, it was organic by nature, but uh, I I love. I think it's so cool when you like different genres of music. That's what's so cool about being a fucking metalhead, dude. Yeah, is you can I have so many different I other genres of music. Metalheads oh, are not closed off. Exactly. It's like you just appreciate music, man. Yeah. It's a shame you have to lump shit together, but unfortunately, we live in a society where we have to. But you know, I'll listen to fucking Metallica, Slayer, Crypta, then I'll put on fucking Air Supply, Toto, Chicago. Right after that, you know. What I mean? Oh, I so, love Chicago too. Yeah. I love Toto. See, yeah. I, I like some easy listening. I'm joking. So right. Those bands could get hard. <laughs> that... <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> fucking stay the night on Chicago 17. Fucking amazing. Great. That whole album was awesome. That was, oh, fucking. You know, I remember that video, dude. Yeah. That video was yeah. awesome. Chicago made some good videos, man. I like Jason Shefta. He was a good singer for him, too. Yeah, I, I liked it, too. And then, um, what's your, did you already go through, your, go through your next thing? Pretty much so. I mean, I liked a little bit of rap, but really not much, really, to talk about it and make a big deal of it. I guess you would call it Beastie Boys rap. I really fucking like them. But uh, other than that, yeah, rap was never big, you know, for yeah, me. Yeah, the Beastie Boys got me into NWA. So I I, yeah. I still love the Beastie Boys. MWA is not so much. It's kind of dated. I mean, I like it. I knew about, you know, Fight for Your Right and all that. But the song that really got me into the Beastie Boys was So What You, what you, what you Want. Yeah, oh, That's God, the song. I love that song. I fucking I love Paul's Boutique. That's my favorite. yeah. You know it's kind of chic to say that album, but I always liked it. I had it on cassette. And then fucking they it. fucking 
blew my mind with sabotage that was such a fucking great song oh my god <laughs> the video the bc boys made the best videos they did they were cool <laughs> oh my god mca regretted the drinking later fucking uh r.i.p uh adam yakovich i, I don't know uh, mca yeah fucking uh grand cancer wasn't it something like that something weird like that. cancer you had Adam Young. Adam Young. Yeah. So I'll get to my next thing. Still in 1984, I see the video on Video Hits One with Richard Blade. Depeche Mode. People are people. And I'm going, this fucking rules. And it's my first electronic thing to like. One question. You wouldn't consider that the same as Duran Duran? I'm sorry, dude. No, 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 because Duran Duran was a band. These, These dudes play keyboards. Oh, okay. That's all they played was keyboards at this time. Eventually, they branched out, had guitar and drums. But these guys just, they were just four guys playing keyboards, the keyboard beat. It's what got me into like New Order, uh, fucking bands like that, electronic music. And eventually, probably led me to industrial. Nineteen, I'll just skip a year. 1989 with Nine Inch Nails without Depeche Mode. I wanted a liked industrial. I was never into the, the the Depeche Mode, Cure, stuff like that. That type of the Cure uh, is different from Depeche Mode. Really? Yes. I always thought they kind of must sound the same. But that's my next thing in 1985. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Whoops. <laughs> well, I I don't know if you're done yet. I'm pretty much done. I mean, I don't know what uh, else. You know, well, I'll just finish mine real quick. You're then. like going year to year. I was just going by how I got into a certain. Well, I'm, just, I'm just seeing how Mark grew up. <laughs> no, that's, that's cool dude i'm, I'm, I'm in dude i already Go told ahead. you because i linked to pesh mode to nine inch nails okay. so you guys know in 1989 i got a nine inch nails but without the pesh mm-hmm. mode i wanted to l- listen to that so then i get into 1985 the cure the head on the door that is considered a goth band goth well, music course, well what else would they be what would you think they were well they were, they're not new wave like duran duran they're they're way different. See, that's what's the thing about that about that era too. There's so many fucking little minor. It's the way they dress. Oh, it's the way they dress, and the the it's like grunge was er, goth was early was later grunge, kind of depressing, singing about your feelings. Wear black and wear all yes, kinds, you know, white that, makeup and what, shit like that. That's what begot grunge was goth. You got like Bauhaus. I wanted to got into Bauhaus without them. Wanted to got into freaking uh, Susie and the Banshees. Bands like that. Oh, the Susie and the Banshees ain't bad. Yeah. 10,000 Maniacs, I don't think we're that bad. And that kind of actually got me into REM too, the older REM, which I do like. REM. That goes to uh, Duran Duran and getting me into B52s, REM, stuff like that because of Duran Duran. Made me branch out to look at something different mm. compared to what was going on. And then I'll go to 1986, my first punk band. Um, I know it came out a lot earlier than this, but I heard the first Suicidal Tendencies album, which led me to like kind of sped up my thing to get into the next album, Metallica's Kill 'em All, mm. because I heard freaking Suicidal Tendencies got my mind amped up for harder faster music and my this is this happened when i started working in and out i think 1988 i know 
Kill Em, uh, what was the album that came out? And Justice for All came out in 88, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, but I didn't hear that. I didn't know it. My friend Scott Travato. He said, Mark, you haven't heard Metallica? You go like, you like all this cool music like Floyd and this and that. You don't like Metallica? I go, who's Metallica? So he takes me, he goes to his friend Dickie's house, picks up the CD. I had a great system in my car. He puts it in. This is my CD. I just left it here because I don't have a CD player. So I'll let you use it. And I fucking hit, hit. I hear hit the lights. I'm like, my eyes are like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, I first this, heard that song off metal, metal Up Your Ass, and I was just blown away by Metallica. I said, man. this fucking rules. Yeah. Because yeah, the first Suicide, time I, Suicidal sorry, go Tendencies got me, led me up to Metallica. Yeah. My friend Scott yeah. Travato, thank you. I'm still friends with him today. <laughs> A fucking Metallica. And I was like, what the fuck? I, he let yeah. me keep that. And he had the, the special version of the CD. Where it also had Am I Evil on it at the book, I Kill Em All. Yep. Am I Evil and what's the other Blitzkrieg. one? Blitzkrieg. Uh, yeah, Blitzkrieg. So I had those two bonus tracks on there, so I heard that shit too. Yeah. And that was the first CD. I put my fucking windows down. I had 12-inch woofers in the car, 200-watt amp, fucking tweeters. It is a fucking 1988 Chevy Sprint three-cylinder. I fucking put the windows down so people could hear fucking Metallica. Yeah. <laughs> That's I want to hear it. Everybody's going to fucking hear it. I yeah. want to hear Metallica. <laughs> Everybody to hear fucking yeah. Metallica. And then that led me to fucking later suicidal tendencies. They went mm-hmm. thrash. And later, and Megadeth, I go, oh, Dave Mustaine is in Metallica. I need to hear this Megadeth. And I go, oh my God, this is fucking, I got into overkill. Because I'm Metallica. And people don't like load, reload. I hate St. Anger. That's about it. But I like it because load and I, I like the thrash of Metallica. But when they did load and reload, it was more like back to my new wave. Like in my job, I had these other things in my head that this is, they're changing or doing something different. And it's still hard rock and I still like it. So uh, I love Metallica. I always liked them. And they went back to the thrash the last two albums, which is fucking awesome. I fucking roll down my windows. Say you're hearing Hardwell self-destruct bitches. Hard you like it awesome, or not. Dude. Fucking just played fucking that album. And then I already talked about Nine Inch Nails. And that's mm-hmm. about where I'm at today until people people give me new music all the time. I like I'm a fuck. I'm not I'm not gonna say that. I re- I'm receptive to new music. I'm not a fucking sponge. So that uh, that, that, that that term is tainted for me forever. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, but let's not yeah. get into that. But what I'm, was your uh, thoughts on grunge? Or did you ever really get into it? Or yes, I didn't know there was a grunge scene. I've said this before. I listened to Pearl Jam. Somebody, some, we were driving on Sunset Boulevard, and he goes, "Mark, have you heard Pearl Jam?" And I go, "No, I haven't heard Pearl Jam." They got this album out called 10. It's really cool. They go, cool. And we went, to, I said, uh, I'm going to go buy it. So I went there. I bought that and uh, two Extreme albums <laughs> at the same time. Right. I love Extreme. And I yeah, I noticed, something was wrong. I noticed something was wrong because MTV was changing. Was it, you know? Wasn't Pearl Jam before or after Nirvana? 
I think Nirvana was first. I mean, I don't. I, well, I they don't had quote Bleach. I didn't know what Bleach was. Which came out first? Never mind. You'd see that probably on one of the specials. Because I did have the Nirvana album, but I already got burned out of it. So. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I my remember this guy. Oh, sorry. My friend always played Territorial Pissings all the time, just burned the shit out of it. See, I was big into bands like you know Tesla and all that back in the day. We, I was in Fort Lauderdale at the Button South. We just got done seeing L.A. Guns. It's Tracy Guns version of LA Guns, if you remember that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I was in the back car listening. And I noticed, wait a second, man. Fucking rock is not here anymore. I, it's this new grunge shit, you know? And I was against it for a few months. I could not find myself to like it at all. I never really liked Nirvana, but the more I listened to bands like Soundgarden and you know, for Pearl Jam's first two albums. Other than that, Pearl Jam's crap to me. Uh, dude, uh, the last two albums, I think you would like. You would like uh, Alice in Chains. It, it grew on me after a while. Listen to uh, listen to Gigaton and the Light Lightning album, dude. They're fucking like old Pearl Jam. But do I miss it? No, I can go. I can do without it. More than likely, the grunge era. I no, mean, I I love Soundgarden, Tesla. Uh, without Death Leopard, again, I would not have got into Tesla. Or even Aerosmith. Def yeah. Leppard made me listen, go back and listen to Aerosmith. I knew who Aerosmith was. My mom played Big Ten its record when it came out. But mm. I just it just never clinged to me until Def Leppard Pyromania. I think that album has to be the, one of the most influential albums of my musical fucking <laughs> life mm. right there. Is, is <laughs> fucking, that, Kill Em All, Def Leppard Pyromania, both of those. And then there were pretty much, I don't know, after 95, I think it was hit and miss with the music. I mean, I liked stuff like, uh, I still love Everclear. Uh, oh, I love Everclear. I like Match- Matchbox 20. I couldn't stand bands like Smash Mouth or fucking Sugar oh, Ray. Or... Like but you know what band, you know what band, do you like Dishwalla? Tell me all your thoughts on God. That yeah. One? Yeah, that's a good song. That's the only Char- song I know by him. Char- you haven't heard Charlie Brown's Parents? No. Charlie Brown's parents is a fucking killer because dude, I'm sending you that video after this is over. <laughs> dude, dude, that that band, you heard fucking th- show me all your thoughts on God, but they fucking have riffs for days on their albums, dude. Dishwalla rules. Seriously, it's like this is that counting blue cars is that the same song. Counting Blue Cars, that's Show Me All Your Thoughts on God. That's Counting Blue Cars. same song, okay. I thought it, I dude, can't remember. Dude, fucking Dishwalla, dude. I'm sending you Charlie Brown's parents. You got to hear those riffs. That guy has an amazing voice also. Yeah, he can sing. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, dude, he's got solo albums out. I have the first one. Uh, I can't remember his name, but Dishwalla Rules. I love Three Doors Down. Uh, yeah, they have, they have some good tunes. I love Creed. Fuck you. Uh, now, <laughs> be honest with me now did you like nickelback when they first came out no seriously now come on no i thought they were boring really they they're like like i tell tell people about celine dion she has all the talent in the world but i don't see the fucking soul in her in her voice i don't see her liking what she's doing nickelback just looks like robots they have no fucking emotion yeah, their song structure is pretty much all the same. Every song is this four chord pattern they use. And they have this, they emote, dude. They they just, you know, if you like Nickelback, I like one album. I like Dark Hours because it's a sleaze rock album. That's it. But no, Nickelback is barf. 
I liked Far Away. That was the only song I really liked from because it was different from what they were coming out with at the time. It was, you know, it's kind of a slower, you know, tune for them. But uh, other than that, I never really cared for them. I like Incubus too. I'm not really too familiar with. Them. I gave them the try. I just, you know, was. I really... love the song. I wish you were here. You know, I was never into bands like My Chemical Romance. And... I like My Chemical Romance. The fucking Black Parade is a fucking great album. Three fucking, cheers uh... for Three Cheers for Revenge, fucking great album. You need to go listen because that guy making that album, that that singer. He's an 80s buff. His solo album sounds like total like Madonna, fucking 80s shit. Dude, you can Talk hear... about the dude with the white hair? Yes. Fucking, he, he is fucking, the Black Parade is a fucking great album, dude. I don't care what anybody says. That album rules. And so does Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge. Dude, yeah. uh, I like Green Day too. Fuck you, I like The Offspring. Green Day's I, had a couple good songs. The Offspring like... was... Osprey's funny to me. They're like more of a laughable fun dude. You, but they dude, don't take themselves seriously. Like no, but you need to listen to the later later albums. I'll send you a later song for them. The, you know, you got to like, keep them separated. You see that? But yeah. the later albums after after they did fucking Pretty, Pretty Fly, Fly for, for a White, white Guy. guy uh, Jinx. Uh, <laughs> shit. And it's a fun show, man. I don't want to stop, but... <laughs> Well, let's just do our, how about we do a what, new vinyl thing or new CD thing? You got anything new? Uh, I don't know. Did, did I show you the Tears for Fears? No, I don't think so. The tipping point? No, I don't recognize those guys. Anymore. One's got like really fucking long hair now. Oh, uh, he always had long hair. Roland Ozabar. Did he? Yeah. yeah. Remember, he's the guy in the cliff doing the lead. He always had the long hair. Ah, uh, okay. Maybe I'm. Uh, it's, it's the new album by, I, I put it away. I, I, I see Steve one. Perry, I think, right there. Steve Perry. Sticking out. Oh, that's uh, yeah, street talk. Yeah, <laughs> everybody's got that one. Yeah, but um, yeah, I have the, the tipping point by uh, Tears of Fears, and I can't stop listening to it. It's fucking great. Thank you, Duran Duran. It's got Overkill's debut, Feel the Fire. Nice. In today, actually, it's still sealed. What else do I got here? Oh, dude, August Zadra's fucking solo album. Kicks ass. You don't know who he is. He plays with uh, Dennis DeYoung's band. This is a oh, great yes. record. I recommend it. Oh, Riding Star. One of the guys. Which one does he look like? JY or Tommy Shaw? He's uh, Tommy, I think. Tommy. Oh, cool. I want to hear uh, that. A fucking incredible. Fucking probably one of their best ones ever, in my Dude, opinion. Dude, that's best since Blackout. What else do I got here? I got that too. I think I showed it on the last show. I just got this in yesterday. I haven't opened it yet. Steve Eyes, new one. Oh, I need to get that. You see the guitar, dude? That's custom. Yeah, that's pretty kick-ass. Um, oh, Don Felder's solo album. It's kind of I like old Don one. Felder. I haven't listened to it yet, but uh, I think that's about it. Yeah, I, I think I already showed you the Anderson, Wakeman, Bruford, and now I got it. I got Sunbomb, but I think I showed that last week. Yeah, Sunbomb rules. Did you listen but, uh, to it yet? Yes, it's, I, I do like it. I don't listen to like the first four songs. I listen to most of my CDs in my car. And yeah. uh, that's what I do. I put it in my iPhone because yeah. there's no CD player. And then listen I do, to the car. This fucking Night Ranger CD rules. I know I showed it before. Oh, uh, fuck yeah. I got that on vinyl. You got me into that one. Thank you, which I fucking love it. Yeah. And that's it. Say, man. And uh, this was fun. Yeah, this is fun, man. Fun episode. Yeah, we got to, I got to, we got to come up with something cool next week. Yeah. 
got a week though. <laughs> Usually sometimes we come up with the ideas like two days before. So see, I was feeling like total shit. I probably could have done the fucking show the other night. Uh, but I was just draining. I, I was like, man, I don't want to fucking do this. But when I'm on it, I'm doing it. I'm having a fucking blast. So uh, I'm glad I'm doing it. All right, man. What I hate we, being sick. <laughs> what, what we need you to do, guys, is subscribe to this channel, share this everywhere. We love you guys. Thank you for the guy yep. for the views we're getting. Uh, we're also on the Rat Salad Network. Uh, the audio version is on iTunes, wherever you, on the Rat Salad Network uh, review or Rat Salad review. We're on there. The audio version. If you want to see the audio version, uh, the link will maybe I'll put the link in this video. Mm. And uh, just thank you guys for watching. Share and subscribe. Really, uh, thank you, man, so join, much. Join really. our Facebook pages. Give us a five-star review on our Facebook page. We had no reviews yet on a like page. And uh, just keep sharing stuff because I see a lot of people sharing stuff in the group. Thank you, guys. We love you. And, you want to uh, be a guest on our show? Let us yeah, know. Yeah, man. I, I, I'm not stuck up. I let anybody on. Yeah. If any of you don't agree with me, I'll let you on, man. But I just want to say this album rules. <laughs> All right, man. Take it easy, Jerry. All right, man. Take care. Later. Bye. Later. Looking for some new podcasts to listen to? Well, look no further than the Ratsaw Review Network. Ratsaw Review is taking over the podcast world with plenty of shows to choose from within their network of entertaining programming, including the flagship show Ratsaw Review with Wayne Noon, Greg Noggle, and Lou Mavs, as well as occasional co-hosts Manny Mejias and James Lilquist. We also have the official Ratsaw Review spinoffs, such as Album vs. Album, Screams from the Grave, where we discuss beloved yet forgotten hard rock and metal albums of the past, and a King Diamond podcast called This Broadcast Belongs to Them. We've also got Old Man Metal's Musings, The Right Opinion with Harrison Bergeron, Beyond Bushido, a podcast dedicated to pro wrestling and MMA with James Elquist and Eric Adams. No relation to the guy from Manowar or the mayor of New York City. The Vieira Vault with Ralph Vieira. Schmackle a to you too, Ralph. The Timo Toki podcast featuring Stradivarius and Avalon founding member Timo Toki. The BS Sessions with Mark and Jerry. Just the cheese, please. A podcast dedicated to cheesy films of the 1980s with Tara J and Adam. The Friday Night Party with the great Harry Barnett and Evie. And the Music is Life podcast with Lou Mavs. The Ratsaw Review Network is your go-to one-stop shop for the best podcasts out there today. Go to RatsawReview.com for more info. And to find out where you can find, follow, subscribe, and comment on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and all streaming platforms. The Ratsaw Review Network. We're, We're taking over. over. Grrrr.